Ancha kalpaturubhyas chakipa asindhubya evachapatita anam pavane bhyo vaishnave bhyo namo namaha. Yesterday, Yashomati Nandana Prabhu, fondly known as Jasho, passed away. Actually, there are two disciples of Srila Prabhupada who gave the name Yashomati Nandana. They were both big leaders in our movement. One was in Australia and New Zealand. He passed away a few years ago. And there's uh, the Jasho I knew very well and so many others knew very well. So he passed away yesterday. And it wasn't a surprise really because he'd been sick for some time. But still, as uh, I mentioned to Basu Ghosh Prabhu, who apart from his own family members had more interaction with him than anyone else over the last 40 years or so, apart from maybe as much as or more. So as I mentioned to him, even though it wasn't unexpected, he was old, he was sick, uh, it still hurts. Anyway, he, he must be the least concerned because he, he never really was that much concerned with his health. He used to, he'd used to see doctors and take medicines and this and that, but he hardly ever complained about poor health. Sometimes I'd meet him and he'd tell me, yeah, I got this and that and this and that is wrong and this and that, but, but he just pushed on. He remained involved. He would come sometimes hundreds of drive a couple of hundred kilometers to attend a Rathiyatra. More than once I saw him sitting, sitting on the rut of, in a Rathiyatra, with the, going with the Rathiyatra going along, and he was asleep. Not, I'm saying, not saying that as a fault, but just he was old and sick, and his body was weak, but still he came, and then he'd go to sleep. And then he would, he, he loved to lead the kirtans and in the Rathiyatras and in so many other places also. But, and then when he was older, he would do so sitting on the rat. He pushed, pushed on and on. Glorious. After coming to Srila Prabhupada's service, he remained his whole life in his service directly. For him, there was nothing else. He was married, he had children, but there was no question of anything in his life. What his life was for serving Krishna. Early on, Srila Prabhupada sent him to Gujarat. There was, I, of course, I wasn't there at the time, but uh, there was nothing there at the time. I first came to Gujarat, when was that? It must have been... A let me see, when did I, must have been early 1990s and that time we, we had few properties here and there, but in the, in the early, there was nothing there, when there was nothing, nothing. And no one knew about our movement. Um, but he, he went to Gujarat and that was Prabhupada's order to him and he stuck with it through his life and things developed wonderfully. He must have been the longest serving Tamil president in ISKCON by far until yesterday. Uh, his wife also, they were 
They were a team, they were both fully into it. They were, they were both fully into preaching, spreading Krishna consciousness, distributing books. Uh, among his very visible contributions are that superb temple in Ahmedabad, bigger than the Radha Raspihari temple in Juhu in Bombay, and very, very beautiful Radha Govinda deities who you'll see on pictures and uh, photos, not only in Gujarat, but throughout the world. Very, very beautiful deities. Many centers he established. So many devotees came. Um, during his tenure there, in my humble opinion, his most important contribution was getting all the books translated into Gujarati. The First of all, he had Chaitanya Charitamrita. Later, it was done quite quickly. It had to be revised later. Then, uh, at one point, he he just got into doing the Bhagavatam, and he he really put. He he had um, Madhusudan Partak, I believe, was was a Vallabh Sampradaya uh, devotee who translated the books, and then Yashomati Nandan himself oversaw, checked, and Jagadish Prabhu, of course, was there also. And uh, I'm I'm very confident when I give. Srila Prabhupada's books in Gujarati to people, that they're going to get the message as Prabhupada gave it, which I'm not in some other Indian languages. There's some serious problems even after so many years in other Indian languages, but I feel very confident giving them Srila Prabhupada's books in Gujarati and Bengali also, which Bhaktichari Swami mostly and others, they, they did that. I first came to Gujarat about 28 years ago. I was quite new as a sannyasi at that time. And um, Yashomati Nandan and Basu Gosh Prabhu, they welcomed me, very, uh, very cordially welcomed me and continued to welcome me over the years. Uh, they were very happy to have me there. There wasn't a whole lot going on. There were struggling days still, although things had developed a lot since when Yashwati Nanda and Prabhu and his wife had first gone there. There was a lot of struggle. The movement wasn't... <laughs> Nowadays, you can't imagine the movement so developed, but in those days, it was, it was pretty low-key. So they're, they're happy. They're very happy that I came. Um... They, they welcomed me and other places I'd, I'd been, I wasn't so welcome as there. And we shared many good times together. I, I, if I thought more, I could say so many things. But uh, I, I remember especially the first time I went to Dwaraka. Um, I think it was, I'm not sure, maybe the second time I went to Nathdwara with him. We often, oh, Remember his driver, Joshi? His driver, I, I hope he's being looked after. He's probably retired by now anyway. 
his long, long-standing driver would, would drive him here and there. We often took prasad together. He was a great lover of prasadam. He liked to take his Gujarati, after all. <laughs> he liked to take nice prasad. He often used to try to get me, try to take, get me to take so many nice foods. But I'm in a different bhav in that respect. So he he was always surprised that I I I wouldn't take so many nice. I mean, I didn't eat with the same kind of gusto that he did. He he respected me as a sannyasi, and I respected him as the boss. Uh, Basu Ghosh always used to. Others also used to call him Jash Bosch. Uh, he is uh, very strong-minded. Could be very tough. Uh, fiercely, I, I, I've deliberately used that word. Fiercely attached to Srila Prabhupada and to the teachings that Srila Prabhupada gave is. Fully convinced that what Srila Prabhupada gave was correct, not just out of a sentiment that this is my guru and what he says must be correct, but a very clear understanding of the teachings that Srila Prabhupada gave and why they made sense, and that we have to accept Shastra. Uh, Philosophically very sharp, very fixed in Shastra, very learned in Shastra. His uh, talks, uh, super, yeah, also so many shlokas. He would learn shlokas just like that. Sometimes I would recite, he knew so many more shlokas than I did. Sometimes I would recite, sometimes I would say a verse, he said, What's that verse? And I'd tell him, and then he'd look it up and he'd learn it just like that then he'd be reciting it also. So philosophically very sharp. If, if someone said something wrong, he'd immediately, boom, find the, the fault in the logic and point it out. Very clear thinking in that way. His lectures are superb, philosophical, with shlokas, and a lot of feeling in, in uh, English or Hindi or Gujarati. Uh, he had a special love for Chaitanya Bhagavat. He often used to, especially for, for days and days and days in Ahmedabad before the uh, Gorpurnima, he would have, he'd be reading, he used to read from that uh, Shamlal Hakim's version in Hindi. Uh, kirtan, preaching, all these things. Uh, they were his life. He loved to take devotees out on Harinam and book distribution. Uh, Sunday mornings in Ahmedabad means everyone's out in those that early 1990s. Yeah, it would just be, there wouldn't be so many devotees, be a handful of devotees, but we'd go out for several hours and distribute books and... Uh, to Harinam, even though there might just be four or five of us on Harinam. Of course, his wife was also very much into, was and is very much into book distribution. Some years ago, he told me that uh, an astrologer had told him that he would uh, pass away surrounded by many loved ones, chanting the holy names, 
Well, it didn't exactly work out like that, did it? There, there were devotees with him, devotee doctors. It, it seems they were there. But he wasn't safe. Due to the coronavirus restrictions and everything, he passed away in the hospital. It's unfortunate he passed away in the hospital, but I, I feel he must have remembered Krishna because he was like He was very strong. He was very strong-minded, and his mind was very... Strongly attached to Krishna. There are many more things I could say. Uh, I just didn't have so much time to think about it. But he—he he was he, he, well, he what he was doing. He wasn't doing for glorification. So it's our it's our pleasure and our duty to glorify him, especially at this time. But he wasn't doing for glorification. I. <laughs> I I'd, I'd made a point in my mind. I wrote it in my diary. Everything I want to do, I write it in my diary. The next time I'm in Gujarat, I have to spend some time with Yashomati Nandan Prabhu. But as it happened, this pandemic came and the lockdown, and I didn't make it back. I didn't make it back to Gujarat before he passed away, so I missed him there. But. We'll meet again. We're eternal, eternally related at the lotus feet of Srila Prabhupada. So, goodbye, Jasho. See you again. Hare Krishna. Bless us as you have. Hare Krishna. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. We did have our differences, but we definitely agreed on that line. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Hare Krishna.